Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition of the Hates End Podcast. I'm your host, PD Buckets. I'm here with my buddy, Parley Pyle. Recently changed his Twitter handle from Not Private Pyle, which was kind of a mouthful, not, didn't super, you know, let you know exactly who he is and what he's about. He's now Parley Pyle, leaning in, diving in headfirst into that degenerate lifestyle wants you to know that he is here to gamble and speaking of gambling we have the super bowl of the a10 coming up st bonaventure versus vcu they are clearly i think the two best teams in a10 conference play they're the one in the two seed, so that's not a surprise but you know st louis may have had an argument but they just weren't themselves since they came back from covid so we've got like justice right we get to see the two best teams in the league who split their regular season series get to square off with the a10 championship game on the line i think it's going to be an awesome game uh, we're going to dive right in we want to give a nice quick tight game preview for you here we've got bonnie 65 63 on ken palm we're going to use ken palm because we don't have lines right now i think that implies a line of probably bonnie's by one and a half it might get bet down to vcu side vcu is kind of a public team wouldn't be surprised to see bonnie's by one maybe or even something like a pick em in certain spots over under of about 128 which if you look at the two games the teams played this year totals of 124 and 131 i think you're going to be right around that 128 129 range so i'll stop talking parlay pile let's dive in tell me what are your favorite bets on the board uh the first one i'm thinking about here is a first half total so if vegas divides this thing in half at 64 so looking at the first uh, the first two games these peop- these guys played, uh, first half total of the first game was 65, okay? So I know that's an over, but it's like barely an over, right, at that 64 mark. And the second cat the second game that uh, that second game the uh, the first half was 59. So these teams kind of get off to a slow start. Um, you know, some uh, in the first two games, especially Bonna in that first game, in that first half, um, there was a lot of foul trouble in that second game. And we know if that happens to Bonna, they're absolutely kind of screwed a little bit. So um, I'm kind of looking at an under if the first half total is 64. First um, half total 64. Yeah. So that would be the teams get to 32s a piece or something like that. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, would be a little bit of a a departure from the first two games. One thing I think is really interesting is these teams are coming off of an eight-day layoff. So they last played on Saturday, March 6th. They're going to play this championship game on Sunday, March 14th. When you look at how Game 2 started out, Game 2 started really slow. It was 4-2 Bonnies after five minutes. It was 11 up after 10 minutes. Um, and then VCU scored, you know, there, there's a little bit more scoring. So I think the halftime score was, uh, was 33, uh, 26, like you just said. Um, so I think the slow start is really interesting because I think that for, you know, I think that under normal circumstances, when these teams met, they started really slow after an eight day layoff, you have to wonder, like, are the shots going to go in right away? Are you going to see a lot of scoring right off the bat? I don't think that's the case. I wouldn't. I feel like I'm with you there. I don't expect this to start 
um, particularly quickly either. And I also think one thing I'm going to be keeping an eye on is sometimes like on FanDuel or other spots, you see those like micro bets where you can bet on like the first 10 minutes of a half or something or like the first five minutes of a half. I'm probably looking under on those as well because I don't think that I see, um, you know, maybe like this is something I'm going to be dead wrong about, but I just don't see a lot of scoring like off the bat, especially because these teams both have such suffocating defenses. You're right about that because these teams, when you look at the last two games they played, um, not against each other, but in this A-10 tournament, they're playing elite level defense right now. Like they're both in the top 20 in the country currently. Um, these teams are holding their opponents like in the 20% from twos, the 30% from threes, even less from three. It's um, it's pretty crazy. And I think it's a tribute to, you know, having a couple extra days rest before actually having to play in that A-10 tournament. And now they're going to have a week off. So yep. I feel like these teams are just really going to gear up to just go at it defensively and, you know, just win that defensive battle, which, you know, that means, you know, these unders are looking really good. <laughs> yeah, better, better hope so. Um, yeah, and the other thing is, I actually just, I have the game two on DVR. I just rewatched it, um, at least the first five minutes. I wanted to watch more, but, you know, sad dad life. Uh, the first five minutes there, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a mistake. The teams were doing a really good job keeping each other out of the paint. Weren't very many clean looks, a lot of missed jumpers early on. So it didn't feel like one of those games that just feels kind of janky where they're missing a lot of easy shots. It's just like, you know, good defense that's difficult to counter. Um, and I think there's not there's no reason to think that we're not going to see the same thing there. Uh, Pyle, tell me who do you uh, you know give me give me a winner. Uh, Bonnie's minus one and a half is probably the line. Um, not exactly a pick 'em, but very close to. I think Ken Palm has this like Bonnie's fifty nine percent to win. You know, very not exactly a toss up, but very much you know in range of like anybody's ball game. Uh, who do you are, are you thinking about point spread at all? And you know who do you like to win? I, I don't know. The the spread is really tough. I want to say Bana just because I have this Bana fan who's DJ, uh, what is it, D-Train Chuggins. He uh, has pretty much trolled the shit out of me for basically betting against the Bonnies in both their games in the A-10 tournament, like straight on just talking his shit. And I, I absolutely love it. Like I told him, I love you. Like this is great. Um, like, please call me out for my picks. I like to laugh. Um, but, um, so like, I'm going to pick Bonna. Is that, sorry, is that part of your gambling strategy? You're just going to go whichever way the trolls tell you to go? Kind of. Well, this one in particular, (laughs) like, he like was all up against me for picking, uh, Duquesne plus eight and a half and then he was all up again and then he talked his shit after they didn't cover and then he was all up in his shit about St. Louis minus two and I'm just like you know what I will bet the Bonnies next weekend that's fine but the one thing if you're actually looking for more of a realistic bet um I, I'm really going to be betting a lot of the live lines here like really waiting to see just be mm. like you know, because these, as we've seen in both games, these teams are very similar. They both play very good defense. Um, the Bonnies are a little bit more balanced offensively, um, but VCU does have the player of the year that can take over a game at any moment. So uh, I'm going to be, 
I'm really gonna be looking to see these live lines. Plus, for example, it's good to wait because if you were smart last night like yours truly, you would have bet, you would have waited till Gonzaga was down by as a uh what, like by like twelve or thirteen points. You could have grabbed him at plus one oh eight and the money line like I did and uh <laughs> make make some serious cash. I'm not even kidding. Gonzaga was plus one oh eight at one point and I snagged that bad boy. And uh, uh plus sorry, yeah. plus plus one oh eight on the money line. That's like that's like even money though. Like you bet bet a hundred to win a hundred. Or no, I, to win, win 108 it's like it's not that much right i know but you'd rather get you'd rather bet them you know with a plus than i mean how often is gonzaga gonna have a plus odds no i get no i get that yeah, yeah. No, I, I i understand that but yeah um okay interesting that's uh um what what exactly are you going to be looking for live like if you know if vcu goes up big early or if bonaventure goes up big early like what do you what 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 are you thinking about playing um, I'm really looking at, I don't know, just to like probably the total just because like, um, you know, we, you know, if these teams actually end up coming out flying, like you might want to grab, grab an over, I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, just looking at the money line odds and seeing, you know, just how the game's going here, you know, are they getting a lot of turnovers? Is VCU getting a lot of turnovers, uh, to, uh, you know, get some uh, points off of those turnovers. Um, I don't know. I've just been really betting a lot of live money lines lately, and especially the Gonzaga game. Uh, I've been some NHL like money lines live game, and honestly, I've been winning some money. So, like, hmm. maybe personally, it's just a uh, like I'm doing well. But um, you know, because these teams are so even, you might want to wait and see what the live spreads are and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, now to point totals, I think the, you know, I think the second game went 131, VCU 67, Bonaventure 64, and then the first game went um, VC, or sorry, uh, Bonaventure um, 70 to 54, but only 124 points. In that second game, VCU only had 14 points in the second half, only three points in the last 10 minutes. Um, just the total total domination by Bonaventure in the second half. Do you feel like that points to maybe a little bit more overish? Because it feels like that's not a performance that's going to repeat. Um, you know, and if you do get a, a line in the uh, an over under in the high one twenty, something that doesn't touch one thirty, um, does that make you feel like it might we we might actually be leaning over a little bit? We could, but even when they were scoring a little bit more evenly and a little more sporadically uh, in that second game, the over hit. Well, I don't know what the what the line was, but like the point total at one thirty one, like that barely hits. You know, um, one one or two shots missed, and that's that's yeah. under one twenty eight. So like, I mean the the performance by VCU in that first game in that second half. You're right. It's probably not going to repeat, but I I really feel like because these teams are playing at such an elite level of defense that this game could be played in the 50s if if it um if it starts swinging that way. Yeah, certainly. Now, let's talk a little bit about matchups too. Um 
from the VCU side, uh, I think one thing that you're sort of always going to struggle with is Bonaventure's defense. I think we've covered, you know, we, we've covered a good amount here how Bones Bones is like absolutely the guy for VCU, which is not a, you know, not a surprise to anybody. Um, but, you know, he's, he's the guy who keeps that offense viable. In the game two win, Bones had 22 points. Vince Williams had 11 points. Then it's just like eight, eight point, seven point, six points up and down the roster. So it's like Bones has to be the guy for them, right? Um, but Bones also shot three for 12 from three in the uh, in the second game. And of his 22 points, not, he was nine of those came from the free throw line. He was nine of 10 from the line there. Um, I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on, but like if you're watching that game, it was in the Seagull Center. VCU, I feel like, had a little bit of a favorable whistle. They just got to play like really physical, um, you know, which is their game. I don't know if they get that sort of, if they have that sort of advantage when they get into um, uh, a neutral court, particularly not in Dayton, where I think a lot of the Dayton fans are going to be rooting for Bonaventure. So I think that's one of the sort of, uh, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with that, but when I was trying to think through this game, that was one of the more interesting angles that I thought about. You know, one thing you got to think about too is VCU shot really well at UD Arena this year. And they have that, I don't know what it is about UD Arena, maybe because it's a lot more open. Um, some people have said that in the past, but VCU shot 52% from three and uh, in that game, um, I don't know if it's going to hold up against a good th- uh, three-point defending team like St. Bonaventure, but I think it helps just like with the A-10 tournament with VCU playing in their home gym. Uh, obviously, that probably gives them a little bit more of an advantage, a little more comfort zone. VCU has played at Dayton this year where St. Bonaventure hasn't, so I feel like that could give a slight advantage to VCU there. They know what it's like to shoot in that gym. Um and so and the St. Bonaventure guys haven't done that uh I, I think they were there last year but still it's a different year so um maybe a little bit of advantage for VCU right there yeah I mean look looking at the game two box score VCU was 18 of 41 from two so about 44 percent four of 20 from three 20 percent so like those are not good shooting numbers at all and then 19 of 26 from the free throw line um, and then, you know, on the other side, the Bonnies were 17 of 25 from the free throw line. Bonnies shot better from two, um, but about the same from three. So, um, you know, that was the ultimately the three point difference came down to mo- most of that was at the line. Um, it was really, uh, you know, I think it's going to be it, it kind of felt to me like the foul trouble that Bonaventure got in watching that second game. Um, it felt to me like Bonaventure foul trouble just, you know, th- screws things up right off the bat. Alejandro Vasquez does not play a lot of minutes. He was in at the first time out um, because Jaron Holmes got those two quick fouls. Um, Osun ended up fouling out at the end of the game, um, at the like at the very end of the game, which uh, also hurt them. I kind of feel like VCU needs that, um, you know, they kind of need the whistle on their side a little bit to, in a, you know, I feel like that's, the way the game is officiated because they play so physical, it's going to go a long way toward determining what sort of outcome that we're going to see. And I think in tournaments and particularly championship games where you get the better refs, 
Um, I think they kind of like they're going to call things um, a, a little bit tight, and I don't know if that's going to favor VCU, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I wrote down here that kind of I like that. I feel like this is the biggest key to this to this game because in the first game, Bonaventure wasn't really in that much foul trouble, and they ended up being able to pull away from VCU. I know they had to move. Uh, make a humongous comeback in that game but if there's a ref show like we saw in the second game like Bonaventure is kind of screwed especially if the fouls are going toward uh Osun right Mm -hmm. Osun because he fouled out Welch Attaway and Holmes had four each and Lofton had three like that's their entire starting lineup like you said like their bench got kind of exposed in that game even though they kind of hung in there which is kind of like if you want to think about a positive, they still hung in there even even though they had a ton of foul trouble. Um, but yeah. in that first game, they were kind of able to floor it a little bit in that second half and come back, put on a good defensive performance, stay out of foul trouble, and win that game, which is kind of why I'm leaning toward Bonaventure in this game. And so if I had to put – if I'm thinking about the spread at minus two, that I'm thinking Bonaventure, right, because if they're going to mm-hmm. win. Um if going back to gambling, but um, it's really interesting that, you know, one, one thing I look at too is these teams love to play at the rim. Um, VCU takes a lot of shots at the rim. Uh, so does Bonaventure. They both block shots at the rim very well. Um, I, I looking at the first two games, um, shooting from two VCU in that first game, uh, they shot uh, 27%, and Bonaventure shot 42% from two. Whereas in the second game, Bonaventure shot 54% from two, and VCU shot 43%. So I feel like St. Bonaventure has proven through two games that they can kind of get to the rim against VCU's defense. Whereas VCU, it's kind of a hit or miss. They didn't do very well in that first game, but they did a lot better in the second game. So I really think this could be turning into a small ball basketball, and you know who can whoever can win the battle at the rim has a better has a better shot of winning the game. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, I think that's a really good point. And just to, to my earlier point about how the game's officiated, I think that's just sort of a standard for teams that play as physical as VCU. I don't mean to disparage them at all. I can imagine VCU fans like listening to that and getting really mad at me. Um, but no, I think it's a you know I think the the it's it's going to be important, right? Um, especially because like they're big, they're physical, they drive into the paint really hard, and like when you've got bodies crashing in the paint you know the officials tend to call fouls on bigs which like we saw in the second game um i think that gets a little bit um a little bit mitigated on a neutral court but overall i think like the matchups here are just fantastic i think both teams win on the interior um and both teams win with defense um i like the bonnies i think it's going to be a really good game um like gun to my head i'm going bonnies but this is uh you know i i think we're gonna gonna have a really fun one um, any final thoughts before, um, uh, you know, any final thoughts for anybody on, uh, on the A-10 championship here? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a defensive battle. So like, if you don't like, if you like scoring, this game's not for you, but also 
I feel like this is the game we deserve for the end of the year, right? Like, we've had such a crap year, um, and, like, we never get this kind of game in the A-10 Tournament Championship. Like, when's the last time the one played the two, you know? Yeah. Like, the last one we played was the four versus the six. But now we finally get the we get the two best teams playing basically for the ultimate prize. And, like, what's better than that in the A-10, right? Uh, yeah, I think in the A-10 this year, we didn't have any, the, the list of like really great games in the A-10 was very short this year. And I would argue there were no truly great games, but like we had Lofton hitting the buzzer beater at Richmond, um, very early on in the season. We had a couple really good VCU games with, you know, um, Bonaventure round two, and then the St. Louis game without bones. Other than that, I'm like really hard pressed to think of any games that I thought were like really fantastic games to watch in the A10 this year. Um, like there just there just wasn't much at all. So I'm, I'm really hoping we get we get a classic in the championship here. Yeah, I really you know the one game that I loved this year was that St. Joe's at Mason game that went to double OT. That was probably <laughs> honestly the best game, even though that the even though the teams were not up there in the standings, like. The block by AJ at the end of the regulation, which is fantastic. <laughs> it was. But, oh my gosh. But, yeah, like, but like as far as, like, top teams go, you're right. There was not a lot. So, um, I really hope we just get, you know, the game that we all deserve for enduring the season. Absolutely. Uh, Parlay Pile, I will see you back here probably at some point in the off offseason. Uh, in the meantime, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Hope you have a wonderful uh, rest of the college basketball season. I've already taken off next Friday, the first round of March Madness. Just going to sit on my couch and get drunk and watch basketball all day. I'm so excited. Um, but in the meantime, hope you all have a great 8-10 championship. We'll be back here in the offseason. See you later.